Thanks for tuning in. It's John Kuzma from endzoneblog.com, and we're going to start with the Cam Akers story in this episode. So Cam Akers was great in the NFC wildcard game against the Seattle Seahawks, and I don't know if you guys watched that game or not, but Seattle's defense is pretty big. You know, clearly Pete Carroll has a philosophy. He wants to have a powerful, powerful defense, and while they might give up a little bit when it comes to speed, The idea is they'll have a good front seven that can clamp down on those running lanes, and they want to play physical football. Well, Cam Akers slashed away over and over and over again against the Seattle Seahawks, and a lot of those runs went right up the middle at Bobby Wagner, at Puna Ford, and some of the bigger defenders that Seattle has. And this was so impressive because Cam Akers stepped up and was the lead back in a playoff game, and he was the reason... The Los Angeles Rams beat the Seattle Seahawks. You know, this guy had a pretty good rookie season with 600 yards and two touchdowns, so he found a way to contribute to the Rams. And we also have to remember that he was in a running backs by committee approach, so he had to share touches with Malcolm Brown and Daryl Henderson. But, you know, he still had a good rookie season. But to follow all that up with this strong performance in the playoffs, it just is a good indication of what we could see in the future from Cam Akers. And now he's starting to fulfill the potential that he had when he was coming out of Florida State. You know, you can see why this guy has so much upside. He's got a really good burst. He has no problem lowering his head and running through defenders. We saw on one play where Jared Goff almost... Uh, ran past the line of scrimmage, but he threw a swing pass out to Cam Akers. Cam Akers made a defender miss, and then he took off up the sidelines, almost made Quandre Diggs miss, and uh, almost went to the house. But, you know, Quandre Diggs just clipped him, and he went down. But it was just a huge day overall from Cam Akers. And, you know, there's so many running backs in the league that are older that kind of get complacent. And they think they can always fall back on their skill set. Well, they forget that the NFL is the most competitive league in the world. And then some rookie along comes along like Cam Akers, who's just hungry, who wants to make something of himself and is ready to step up and be a big-time player, but they're not quite there yet. I think that's basically what we witnessed from Cam Akers. And it wouldn't be surprising if he has success like that again in these playoffs because he's already shown us what he's capable of and I'm not gonna lie I thought the the Rams were crazy when they got rid of Todd Gurley but you know the guy that they drafted in hopes of replacing Gurley was Cam Akers in the second round out of Florida State and you know if that's what he's gonna be you know and when I say when that uh, I mean, I mean uh, what he was able to do in that NFC wildcard game against Seattle, if that's what he's capable of, then his future is very bright. He took a step towards uh, a better career by having that game against the Seattle Seahawks. The next topic we're going to talk about is Ben Roethlisberger. And there's all these people that are getting on Ben Roethlisberger right now. And I have to be honest with you. I don't really like it. You know, sure, Ben Roethlisberger had a bad game against the Cleveland Browns. There's no denying that. He had four interceptions. He got the Steelers in a hole early on, and then they had to play 
catch up for the rest of the game. But, you know, if the Pittsburgh Steelers think they can get rid of Ben Roethlisberger and they're going to be all right, then they're in for a rude awakening. You know, we saw what this team was without Ben Roethlisberger two years ago when Roethlisberger got hurt and Mason Rudolph and Devlin Hodges had to take over the team. You know, those guys couldn't get the job done. And I don't think if Pittsburgh brings in a rookie quarterback, that's going to change much either. The, the fact is, if they go with Mason Rudolph or a rookie quarterback, then the Pittsburgh Steelers aren't going to make the playoffs. They're not going to be the same team. You know, Ben Roethlisberger's instincts as a quarterback and how he understands what the defense is trying to do to him, that's still so valuable for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And, you know, this is a guy that has given everything for this franchise. You know, he deserves to play out the remainder of his contract. You know, and it's the right move for this team. You know, quarterbacks that can throw for 500 yards don't grow on trees. And I know they had to throw the ball a lot because they were behind in that game against the Cleveland Browns, and that was a big reason why Ben Roethlisberger threw for 500 yards. But there's some guys that can get all those passing attempts, and they squander every single opportunity because they don't have the talent to throw for 500 yards on their best day. You know, Ben Roethlisberger almost brought the Pittsburgh Steelers back. So he had an off night. It's part of the game. And, you know, it happens to the best players. I think the fact that he did try to battle back and get the Steelers back in the game says, you know, how talented Ben, ben Roethlisberger really is. And let's not forget, you know, just a month and a half ago, this team was a uh, 11 and 0 and we were wondering whether or not they could have a perfect season if I'm the Steelers I want to build on that success that they've had and my focus would be on nailing the draft they're not going to have too much cat space to work with so they have to nail the draft they can get better that way and you know the Cleveland Browns had two really good running backs in that game Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt so clearly talent wins games you know, the, the running game was non-existent for, for the Steelers against the Browns. And obviously that's because they had to throw the ball so much. But still, you know, they don't have a backfield like the Browns. You know, maybe that's one area they address. You know, we know Juju Smith-Schuster might not be there for much longer. You know, they're probably going to have to get another wide receiver, another tight end or something. They have to find out what's the winning formula for them. But I think they get there through adding to the nucleus they have rather than subtracting. I'm John Kuzma. That's all I got today. Check out endzoneblog.com.